We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If you were to switch the quarterbacks, would the result be different? If he was playing for the Eagles and if Jalen Hurts was playing for the Giants, how much do the Eagles win by? I don't think it's a whole lot different because Daniel Jones is going to be able to do the same thing. I mean, he can do some of the things that Jalen Hurts, yeah, maybe not as good a runner, but we know he's really close. It's not like, oh, whoa, way better. Again, if you're going to ask me who I'd rather have as a passer, I'd rather have Daniel Jones. I asked Chris Sims on his podcast. We're back. It is Marks and Reese. Um, and he, there was more of it, but really you got everything that you needed right there from Chris Sims. He likes Daniel Jones better of a passer. He, they, one of the other things he said was that, what did he say that if Daniel Jones was on the Eagles, they would have beaten the Giants if the roles were reversed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got his thoughts on, on Jalen Hurts. Apparently he's so pot committed that he can't come off of it. So he, he he remains right there. There's no reason after watching Daniel Jones play in that game that you should still be saying saying things about Daniel Jones, about do you think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts or anything like that. But that's a you know, Chris. Well, I think it has less to do with Daniel Jones and just more to do with his opinion about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I I, I mean I, he said Kellen Mon was in front of Jalen Hurts, so it's not about yeah. those guys. It's it is clearly he has a thing uh for Jalen that he doesn't, I guess, necessarily like as a quarterback for whatever reason, and he's going to stick to that until, I guess, Jalen wins the Super Bowl? I mean, I because if he loses Sunday, you, you don't think he's going to sit there and say, Jalen got, yeah. got outplayed by Brock Purdy. Like, that's what he's going to say. So, yep. you know, that's that's the whole thing about being pot committed to a take is you're, you got a point until proven wrong. So that's what he's going to do. Yep. And that's what he's been continuing to do. And uh, I mean, he, he got off it a little bit there during the regular season where he where he was saying Jalen's playing great and a lot of stuff, but then he's reverted right back to it towards the end of the season. So, you know. Um, yeah. How does it make you feel? Um, I don't really care. Like oh, okay. I, 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 no, I think he, say, he sounds silly. He sounds silly saying it. He sounds silly. Like it, it's all right. Like you, you, even if even if he doesn't at this point believe that Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback or he doesn't think he throws the ball well enough or whatever mm-hmm. the reason is, whatever the underlying thing is, if it's not just him him being pot committed, if he really doesn't believe he's a great quarterback, like, all right, but so far, not only has he passed every test, he's passed every test with flying colors, and now he's got another one this week. But regardless of what happens this week, like, you, you can't win every game every year. And every test that he's been given, he's passed. And he's, and he's done, I mean, he's not going to win the MVP, but he's damn close to winning the MVP. So I don't know what else you need to see other than just doing it again next year and again the year after that and again the year after that because there is something to do in it year after year. And that's yeah, the difference I, between him and the other quarterbacks. Well, I've never relented on my Dak opinion. Nope. It looks more and more correct now than it ever has. Yeah, this year I would say well, I mean, sure. He still has only won two playoff games in his seven years, and he, you know he still hasn't done anything that's impressive other than – not meet expectations more than to meet expectations. And now that he doesn't have a team full of stars around him, um, he seems to struggle. He led the league in interceptions this year, picked sixes. He only played in 12 games. You know, now they're looking at Dak. 
I'm seeing conversations where it's like, okay, after next year, they can get out from under Dak's contract. So if Dak doesn't win next year, if they want to move on from him, they can. Yep. Right now, now that's a topic of discussion. And if he does this again next year, then that's it's, what I'm it's saying. going to get hotter and it's going to get hotter. Yep. Well, after after the 2023 season, they don't have – I don't think there's any guaranteed money left and the salary cap hit is much smaller. So, I'm they saying could, they if, if Dallas wanted to move on from him, they could do it without, without being penalized. And Dak signed a four-year deal, four-year extension. So, his contract is actually up, I believe, in two years. So, this is the second – or is this he the just first? finished the second season. Next year is the third right. season of that of that four year deal. Right, and normally if you're very happy with the quarterback, now you, you give start him an extension. Yeah, you get, extend them, you lower the cap number, you kick the can into the future. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jerry Jones is ready to do that right now. Well, I, you know what, Jerry Jones after the game talking about how sick he felt and how sick of a feeling it was. There's a couple quarterbacks that could be available. Jerry Jones is 150 years old. Somebody's running that Twitter account. I think he's running it, just letting, <laughs> just letting his feelings fly, and that's great for all of us. But if he really wants to try to maximize his, his lifeline here of, of, of still being here and trying to see a championship before he goes, either he believes in Dak or you go out and get somebody that you think can win it. Yep. Do, you, do you make a trade for Aaron Rodgers? Do you try to talk Tom Brady into coming there? Like, if you got a chance to get one of those two guys to possibly win, do you try to do you do you make the leap to do that? So does Dak get one more year, and then if next year it ends in in the sort of same sort of fashion, that's when you look to to go elsewhere. I mean, if you're Dallas, at some point you are. Yeah, you're not going to give him another contract, I wouldn't think. No, I don't think Jerry Jones is looking to do that. Jerry's at least eighty, right? Yeah, he's at least eighty. He's 80 years old. Yeah. Yep. He'll, next season, he'll turn 81 in the middle of next season. Yeah, I mean, he's rich beyond rich. His team is the most popular sports team in the world, I guess outside of Liverpool or somebody. But, right. you know, he, he, it's the Dallas Cowboys. So, he, it's not about making money and all of that. He wants to win a title. One thing he can't buy. He can't. Otherwise, he would have bought, <laughs> he it, bought it already. Over. Exactly. The one thing he can't buy. So, he wants to know what that feeling is like at least one more time. You know what's weird with him, though? Is that you would think with his age and the fact that he hasn't won since really it was Jimmy Johnson. Barry Switzer mm-hmm. won a Super Bowl, but we know that was from from those teams, that he hasn't been more knee jerk in his reactions. He doesn't he doesn't fire like he's he he gave Jason Garrett a long time. Mike McCarthy's gonna get another year, right? I, well, like, I, don't th- I think he don't he doesn't believe the coach matters. Like he wants to run the team the way he wants to. Right. So you're gonna bring a coach in that will allow him to do what he wants to do. Oh, yeah, otherwise they're not getting the job. Or, exactly. Which is why Sean Payton may not be interested in going to Dallas if that job did open yeah. up. Yeah. Or is why they may not fire McCarthy, because they're like – He goes along with the program. Yeah. Yep. Well, we'll see. One more year, Dak, maybe? Well, I mean, at some point they're going to be getting to those discussions where it's like, okay, we've seen this movie for eight years. Do we want to keep doing this? Yeah, yeah. You, At you, some you, point, yeah, you never. I mean, would you trade for Lamar Jackson? <sighs> he might. Yeah, he might. I don't if, know. If, if, if there's a guy, I mean, if there was a guy, I would for sure. If I was, <laughs> if there was a guy out there, I certainly would look for him. I don't know if he's going to give Lamar a guaranteed, a totally guaranteed contract if that's what he's still looking for. Right. But 
Um, I would be exploring my options. Doesn't seem like they're going to. Mm-hmm. Twitter questions brought to you by Marks Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings that fit every budget. Marks-Jewelers.com is the website. Um, Jack, uh, Chris Sims, you think you, you think you would ever come on the program? Wait, no. Wait, can, can we like put pressure on him on Twitter or something? Well, I don't know because the 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 uh, WIP Twitter account did uh, at him and it has over 500 replies. So I think he's well aware that it has reached. <laughs> It's reached Philadelphia. It's reached Philadelphia. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I think we could try to put the press. I mean, but he's not going to do it. That's the problem. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't come on the shows. He, wanna be, he doesn't want to be subjected. No, no. To this, to this smoke? <laughs> he heard from Danny Cannell what happened <laughs> a couple of years ago. I, I think Howard knows him, though. I mean, Howard's had him on before. He has? Yeah, the king's holding out on us. Huh. Ah. I know. Ah. He's a, uh, talk about a me guy. <laughs> Howard coming up at 6 o'clock. Is, is he coming up at 6 o'clock? Tonight, uh, I haven't seen yeah, him. Yeah, I saw Giulio tweet about it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, like, he, and I think the reason he wouldn't want to come on is that he knows on his podcast that he's not going to get questions or he's not going to get pressed on it to where if he came on here that he would be pressed on why he still thinks that Jalen Hurts isn't a great quarterback. Like, listen, he doesn't think Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, but, like, the longer this goes, the sillier he looks with what his takes are on, uh, on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Corey in Columbus. Corey, what's up, buddy? How are you? Johnny Mark, I agree. What up? What's up? What's up, Corey? Hey, man, y'all got y'all got to also realize Chris Sims is Phil Sims' son. Who Phil Sims play for? Oh, the Giants. Hey, so, I mean, oh, you, you think at, Chris Sims is a little bit of a Giants fan yeah, there, huh? Look at, you you got you to hmm. look at that, man. So, ah. I, mean, I'm not, I just, I mean, you know, you know. That makes sense a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. you add that on top of he doesn't like Jalen. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yes. But, um. I mean, Chris Sims is a clown, man. We we know that we we don't give clowns attention. So let's let's just start talking about him on the radio, man. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but uh, but you know, with Sirianni, with the whole, uh, I got I got another point. But to get on Sirianni, you know, that that Pittsburgh guy, he needs he needs to shut up because you you when Mike Tomlin first got in the league, you know, he was doing goofy stuff too, stepping on the field, trying to tackle people, you know. Yep. So yep. it's like it's like. It's like Mike Tomlin, you know, he danced in the locker room with his team. So it's like coaches do their own thing. There's a new, you know, there's a new age of coach coming into the league. We saw um, Tom McVay last year dive in a pile with his, with Deshaun Jackson <laughs> in the end zone, running out like, you know, it's a new age of coach. You know, Sirianni, we, he's our guy. So, I, so I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a defender, man. But ah. get on the game Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So if you look at the Niners' losses, who they lose to? The Bears, the Chiefs. And the Falcons. I know Johnny Marks ain't going to want to hear this, but we got to run with Jalen. They struggle with quarterbacks that can run, clearly. The three losses came to quarterbacks that can run the ball. You know what I'm saying? So we got to get Jalen to run that ball, so we got to run the zone read to him. You know, I'm, well, he, I'm a he, he, ran, he ran the ball last week. He showed that he was healthy enough to run, Corey. You know, I, I'm, I'm a Bosa guy, OSU, but, I, like, he, he's vulnerable against the run. He's kind of like Michael Parsons. He wants to run to the passer. So we run the ball at him, make right. him choose. You know, and then you know our receivers can take take advantage of their secondary. You know that's fish fry. We saw what DK Metcalf did to them. There, our <laughs> dudes is way more technically sound than them. So you know, like I said, that's fish fry at a you know church barbecue right there. Mm-hmm. So coming in Sunday, hold on, hold on Corey. With How you going? Never mind. Go ahead. You threw me oh, off with the fish up, fried. You threw me off with the fish fried then the barbecue, man. You didn't <laughs> mix two different ways to cook that day. <laughs> Listen, Go ahead. Gotta, the defense, the defense got to play sound defense. 
I liked how Jonathan Gannon said in his press conference today how he was like, we know that Brock Purdy likes to throw the ball towards the middle of the field with Debo and Kittle. That's all that dude can do. If you notice, he don't throw the ball on the outside a lot. So nope. we got to make sure our safeties and linebackers are ready. I'm glad he got, he notices that. We got a plan. And I'm not saying it's going to be like an easy win. I think, you know, I can see like a 27-17 type, 27-20 type game. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I, 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 I love him. They've been doubting us all year. So when Sirianni, when he, he want to show out, they, they clown this dude on national television when he first got hired. So you know what? Stop me if you want me to stop doing what I'm doing. Stop me. That's mm. all I'm going to say. All right, all Corey. Right. Appreciate it. Well, I figure we wouldn't have a problem with it. He's our coach. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I figured we wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, certainly less of a problem. Clem and Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, less of a problem. With Clem, it. go ahead. How are Come you? On. Hi, how are you? Greetings from New Jersey. What's going on, Clem? Hey, Clem. I know, shame on Ike Reese and the group here for pairing Nikki Seriani a new one. I was just, I was driving on the street in the car off the road. First of all, I think with Sirianni, I think he's a person with a very big personality and he's very demonstrative. That's just a lot of what we see is probably really an extension of his personality. And, but I don't think that he's created a culture of gloating or uh, being braggadocious at all. I think he's promoted a culture in the locker room of being confident and being prepared. But I don't see them as being cocky. I just don't see that. Um, a lot of his behavior on the sideline, I think, is just who he is. And I think that he is with that team. What he's done with the team, it's probably a really a strong family atmosphere there in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So it's not too much of a stretch to see them hug or him to interact excitedly with his players. So I personally thought that y'all were unfair to Nikki S. I really feel that you guys were. Other yeah. than that, I love listening to you guys. It's okay. Do we get to come back and make it a conversation or not? Uh, I think yes. you, well, you feel you feel that way because he's our coach, and I don't think we were being unfair to him. I'm giving a perspective from an outside point of view that that would I could see how that could rub some people the wrong way that aren't Eagles fans. I could okay. see how some fans could see that as this is a coach that's sort of gloating or showboating, mugging for the camera or that sort of thing. He's our coach, so I'm not offended by it by any stretch of the imagination. But it's almost like with Joel Embiid. We didn't mind Joel Embiid's antics as he would troll people. But that doesn't necessarily mean people around the league like that and don't view him as somewhat of an antagonist or somebody that just isn't who he really think he is. So I'm only saying he's our guy. We're going to protect him. But from the outside, you do stuff like that, then you're going to get guys like the guy in Pittsburgh as a reason to jump on his soapbox and go off and say the coach is mean mugging. That That's all I'm saying. I, I, I like being the lovable team. Like, I, you know, being the team that everybody is rooting against because they think you're a bunch of braggadocious players, we got that same thing after we won the Super Bowl. The media eventually turned to us and said, look at Philadelphia. They talking about the mm-hmm. new norm and all this stuff. And then they immediately start rooting against us the next year. I just don't think the national media is going to be on our side no matter what Nikki Sirianni does on the sidelines. I think that there's always going to be a reason to not be on the bandwagon. Clem, just and I think what we were saying, and thank you, was that if that was the head coach for whatever NFL team out there and we were watching 
we would probably feel differently, or we would, I would certainly feel differently than if it was Nick that, Sirianni. That's doing all. It. That's I, it. I, listen, it's not it's not a capital offense or anything like that. I'm just saying we played the clip of I don't even remember this guy's name from Pittsburgh, and that's going to happen with guys. I mean, I heard Carton talking about it on his show as well. People who want to be negative towards Philadelphia, well, they look at stuff like that and say, "Look at that! that that's look yeah, at Philadelphia! Yeah. Like that's what they do." I'm not saying it's fair or anything, and we can just say, well, people on the outside, that's just how they're going to treat Philadelphia because no one likes us. Okay. Well, I think, I mean. <laughs> okay. Like the, 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 the bling and the but then, but, then, but then we can't complain that we're, we aren't everybody's favorite. Darling, yeah. Or they're darling. We can't complain about that like I heard the midday show complaining. Right. That everybody isn't picking us, and why isn't Jalen getting more respect and this and that and the other? Like. Okay. So, like, like the who was it that 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 said it? It wasn't Wade. It was uh, no, it was Rios. To where he's like, the bling in the locker room. Nick wearing the bling in the locker room. That's in the locker room yeah. after a win. Yeah, there's I mean, nothing that, wrong with that. that there's yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah. at all. Like sometimes it's better to show that side of the personality mm-hmm. away from a press conference or having fun or, with yeah, his guys. Yeah, yeah that's celebrating a win. And he should yeah. do that. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't wear the chain that one of his players put the chain right, on right, him. Right, right, right. Yeah, CJ Gardner Johnson put the chain on him. <laughs> I could see if he was running around the locker room like, "Give me a chain, give me a chain, put a chain on me." That's different. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not a capital offense here. It's just, no. uh, yeah, it's just pointing out that. Listen, when you're one of the few teams that's playing, we look at everything. It's the only games that are on. So people that want to talk about football, you're looking for storylines to talk about football. <laughs> So then Nick Sirianni eventually comes up because there's nothing else on the team to talk about. Yeah. What else are you going to talk about as it pertains to the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles? Yeah, I'm hoping that defense has a really good game on Sunday. <laughs> a really, really, really good game on Sunday. You're talking about, oh, the defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about coach with uh, with uh, Angelo. Like, like, like yes. I, I mean, I think we both had the same reaction, which was Angelo can take it. Angelo mm-hmm. had, has had a lot to say about Jonathan Gannon, and Nick has obviously heard it. And after that game, he decided that was the time that he was going to say something about it, which is like, you know what? Like, and I was fine with it, but just, just remember, like now that you're. You're putting you're you're now on the spot to where you're saying like all right these are all the stats he's a great defensive coordinator let's go now you got to win right mm-hmm. like and and it shouldn't it shouldn't matter either way but you're putting a bullseye on yourself by going out there yeah with well it. well what it does is you know it almost takes away uh, soft landing for you right when you, you that's the one thing when you go back at the media that's fine but the media is here to react to results. So unless you keep winning, eventually you're going to hit, get hit with tough questions and have to answer for losses. So, you know, it's been he, a pretty good season for Nick, being right. that they've won as yeah. many games as they have. Yeah, I mean, just ask Doug. Yep. Yep. You know, it was it was okay for a while, and, and when then, it fell apart, it fell yeah, apart. Yeah, man, and Doug fell apart <laughs> at the podium. That's an understatement. <laughs> that, so that's all. That's all we're saying. Listen, it's Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care. <laughs> I heard Doug today. I thought he was uh, – he did a national interview. I thought he was going to uh, – I thought he was going to do a new norm or a new norm type because he was being asked about the Jags and everything. And he he didn't. But mm-hmm. for a second, I thought maybe he was going to – because he asked about expectations going forward and things like that. I'm, oh. Well, he's probably learned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's going to – Well, he, he was the one who said new norm. Yes. Yeah, he, he was the one who introduced that. That was his idea. Yeah. Yeah, I was just hoping he wasn't going to – Bring it, bring it to Jacksonville with him. He didn't. 
Let's go to Kyle. Kyle's in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Kyle, what's up? Go ahead. Johnny, Marks, and Ike Reese. How are you guys doing on this beautiful Tuesday? What up, dude? What's up, Kyle? What's going on? So I wanted to make a bold prediction, um, and I want to back it up with a point about our MVP quarterback. Um, so my bold prediction is I think that we are going to whoop the bricks off of San Francisco just like we did the Giants if we can keep playing our game. And I think when we go to the Super Bowl, I think we're going to whoop the bricks off of Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs to get our revenge um, in the Super Bowl for him not bringing one to Philly. So we're going to go take one from him and bring it to Philly. We already got our revenge. Now we're about to go get our revenge on Andy Reid and bring home our second championship in my lifetime. Great. Um, the one point about, I want to back it up We're with still doing is, revenge on Andy Reid? Apparently games? so. <laughs> Angelo Castaldi. That's I thought we had Andy Reid like appreciation three, week. like three coaches ago? We're still doing games on Andy Reid? Hey, we're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm so upset he never brought us one. Ike, I would assume that you would be slightly upset. No, love him to death. Sorry. I mean, I love the guy. Don't get me wrong. No, it doesn't sound him. like it. <laughs> but you want revenge on him? Doesn't sound like it. Of course. I mean, I would say, like, who would you rather be, Andy Reid or Joe Burrow? It doesn't matter to me who they who they beat who they beat. I, I, I have an emotional tie to either team, Kyle. I got a, I, I have an emotional tie to both teams, Andy Reid, and then that's my hometown team. Regardless of that, then my point behind it is, regardless, <laughs> we're going to move the bricks off of both teams. I agree. And I think the reason is is because of Jalen Hurts' intangibles. The whole time before he was a starter, everyone talked about Jalen Hurts and and also uh, like OG Wade would always back it up. It's the intangibles. It's the intangibles, the things that nobody could say on paper. No, I actually I actually complained about the intangibles. Is the only thing that people talked about. But I mean, they, they they seem to be mattering after he's proven that he can do everything else on the field, which he's really done this year. Yeah, we can't have a. I didn't even think about the. I thought oh, we yeah. put the, the Andy Reid stuff to rest. <laughs> I guess Angelo's still being employed until the Eagles lose. That wouldn't be put to rest. Right. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Actually, Eagles versus Kansas City? Isn't that the perfect way for him to end his career? A Super Bowl against Andy Reid? Well, the perfect way would be if we won the Super Bowl against Andy <laughs> Reid. That would be the perfect way. But even the, the build up the week. But the yeah, week. I don't know if he would consider a loss as a perfect way to end his career. <laughs> Because he still had to come on for a full week he, afterwards. He's on a full week regardless. So yeah. you would get the week, you would get the two weeks before leading into the game. Yeah. And then you would get the the week after. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, that's really how it should end. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if it's going to though. Well, listen, we wanted Dallas this week. We got San Francisco. Yep. You know what I mean? This 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 week would have a different feel to it if we were playing the Cowboys in the NFC championship. Oh my good lord. Yeah. Yep. It would. Yeah, the, the, we'd be in a pregame show right now. Yeah, it, it definitely would. It'd yeah. be Eagles-Cowboys. Yep. How many storylines could we run with that? Man, endless. Jack Fritz would be uh, would be frothing <laughs> at the mouth. But don't worry. If they give us Coach Reed, we'll have the, it'll be the storylines for two weeks. Man. Right? Yep. Chiefs are oh, – we got to bring up all my old NFC championship All the games you lost for us. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be dealing with that all week.
yep. how much of a letdown that whole era was. <laughs> no, but but his yeah, that's what the last caller basically said. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I thought that's basically we were, what he said. I thought we put that to bed with Andy <laughs> Reid Appreciation Week. The Eagles won a Super Bowl. Uh, yes. Like what are we still mad at Andy Reid about? Because those were Eagles. Seventeen team was like but, a, a but, bunch but Jack, of mercenaries. But Jack, we know Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl here. What else are we gonna do about it? They didn't win a that's Super Bowl. Why we need revenge on them. We don't need revenge. There's no Get needed him! revenge. There's no needed revenge with Andy Reid. The blueprint for Andy Reid is still here in 2023. It Look works. how they built the team. Works. They gave us stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even think we were going to do another eight. Oh, Everybody's going to hate yeah. Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. So I guess I should be rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs are winning. Pat Mahomes. You know what? I just saw the thing on. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I just saw something with the ESPN. They had their their little um, it wasn't the power rankings. It was uh, I guess the ESPN index who they think are going to the Super Bowl. They got the Chiefs and the Eagles. Really, sixty five percent both teams. Yeah, the same power index that had the Cowboys, the best team in the NFL for for weeks. Let me see here. Oh, now so now this line is fluctuating, man. It it went all the way up to two and a half points. Uh, the, the Bengals were two and a half point favorites down to one and a half just over the course of three hours here. Yeah. So right now the Bengals are minus one and a half. Maybe they're getting good news out of Kansas City. Could that, be. That his ankle, I mean, I don't know. Could be. Could be. All right, top five at five with Jack. Nope. That's straight ahead. The Eagles still at two and a half? Two? Uh, and that two fluctuated. And half, that fluctuated. I don't know about FanDuel. Um, two and a half point favorites at VetMGM. Okay. Yep. Get in now. 215-592-9494. Top five at five with Jack. What does he have for us today? That's next. Your phone calls after this. Don't go anywhere. But, hey, listen, speaking of BetMGM, even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into the promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead, take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back in free bets if you miss one leg. Bet I'm Jim. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.